Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. How goes? We got stuff. If you the first time listener, you're probably thinking, wow, these guys suck already. <laughs> we do got things. We got all of our regular segments. Plus, I'll give you a book recommendation. What? A well, book recommendation? Well, it's new Stephen King week. Oh, okay. oh, well, I didn't know that was a thing. It's about every six months. Oh, okay. I mean, it just writes. And it happened two days ago. Oh, so it's hot off the press. It is hot off the press. And you've already read it? I'm done. Wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's waste no time. Gwendy's final task, the third in the Gwendy trilogy. So why don't I mean? Did you like power read this book? Like I would stretch it out. If you're getting a new book like every six months, like enjoy it for six months. No, that's not how I do about a book a week. I mean, that is exactly how reading can work. Yeah, that's what I do. I do about a book a week. Good for you. It's a book more a week than I read. (laughs) That's what I did this week. Oh, good for you. Bravo. Yeah, I I enjoyed it greatly, but I will put a very like big asterisk on it. This is the third in a trilogy. If you haven't read the first two, that probably doesn't work. But also, it doesn't work at all, uh, probably, if you haven't read uh, the Dark Tower series in its entirety, and also the novella uh, Low Men in Yellow Coats. So what you're saying is you need to buy a bunch of other Stephen King in order to understand this book. Oh my god, for me, this is just like shooting heroin into my veins. Like, so many references to like other stories, especially Dark Tower stuff. Like, if you're a Dark Tower junkie... This is your crack. This is like, oh my god, I haven't had one of these in a while. Just like, straight to the veins. You've never done anything intravenously. No, I haven't. How would you know? Are you just living vicariously through others? Uh, because of what I just experienced oh. with this book. I was like, oh my wow. god. Wow. This is my drug. Well, I guess reading is, of all the drugs to have, reading is not a bad one. <laughs> yeah, but if if you're a Dark Tower person. I Unless w- you're into like reading like voyeur porn or something like that. No, but I mean, Stephen King will... Off to go out of his way to talk about like hard nipples and budding breasts and erections and shit. Ah, uh, that's why you like Steven. The budding breasts. The, there's a lot of mounds, whether it be your ass. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. <laughs> but see, if if you're a Dark Tower fan, this is like a you gotta. Is it like a greatest hits of the Dark Tower? You're like, oh, I remember these things. No, um, I mean, there's certainly references, but it acts. Mm, well, without spoiling stuff, we'll say epilogue with not being certain. It's not putting like a finishing cap on it, but it's like, oh, this is kind of what happened next. Did, it, and did also, it wrap up some loose ends? It introduced new ideas. Um, it, okay. Like it gave a full new defining thing about the beams specifically and makes me question the cyclical nature of it without going into detail. All right. But they throw out a couple of things where I'm like, huh. That's what the okay, but yeah, um, I don't know how well it works without the Dark Tower backstory, but shit for me, I was all about it. And then, wow. and the book just played some of the classics. Hey, remember this? I'm like, I do remember this. It was a thing. I remember. Yeah, it. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good book. I do I remember, remember that. I remember book. it fondly. He says. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. If if you're a Dark Tower junkie, and I also literally just finished up a reread of the whole series. So it was very fresh in my brain. I'm like, ooh, I get all these references because I just finished it like a month ago again. I have never read The Dark Tower. 
And your life is lesser for it. And my life is lesser for a lot of things. That's just one of them. That's definitely one of them. <laughs> wow. All right. Thanks for piling on. What are we doing this week? Uh, aside from my uh, quickie book review that I do every six months, get ready for September when Fairy Tale comes out or whatever it's called. Okay. I, I put a Google notice on my calendar for a book I won't read. Read a book, man. I will. You've never read a book. That's not true. You're at Jurassic Park once and said, ooh, now I've read all the books. I don't know. I've read all of the Harry Potter books. I read all the Hunger Game books. Uh, I read a bunch of Hardy Thank Boys books God when I was younger. Oh, good. You're a tween through and through. Yes. Now let's talk about comics. Real mature stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I read a lot of comics now. All right. Uh, we got the news. We got this week in video game history. We got uh, Peacemaker. We're talking about The Long Halloween Part 1 and your questions bunch of show it's a lot of show no uh it's, it's weird there's no marvel or star wars show this week yeah no filler this is all all sustenance it's all thriller mm. so my god this was just the week of trailers so just let's drive straight let's dive straight into the news before we get started does anyone want to get out it's time for the news i mean we could drive there we don't have to dive i mean diving headfirst into a pool with no water is dangerous I wouldn't recommend it. But this pool is full of water. This contenty pool. Sometimes there's a dinosaur walking through the snow. Yeah. Because Jurassic World Dominion had its first trailer. Da, 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 da. It's a great theme. How dare you besmirch the great John Williams. I I know. He just turned 90 over the weekend. Yeah, I it think. was his birthday week. We, 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 should, we, we should we. Recently. Yes. I like that they're leaning into like, hey, dinosaurs have feathers. We've discovered that since the last movie came out. Yeah, we well, since like the first Jurassic Park, they kind of figure that dinosaurs have, they're like birds. They even say in the first movie. Yeah, but they get around it saying like, oh, but we added other stuff in there, and that's why they're just like big lizards. We didn't cover the last movie on the show, but I, um, as far as the new trilogy goes, number one, as far as Jurassic Park movies go, first one, classic. Love it. It's great. Yes. Second one, some good scenes, some kind of insane technological stuff like carrying around like the baby tyrannosaurus rex and it's an animatronic thing is kind of wild and that whole like we're pushing over like the double bus over the cliff that's kind of great yeah um, running around at the end in the city is kind of great well the in the but, oh no the third one has the aviary yeah that that movie sucks um <laughs> the lost world sucks overall but has some really good sequences the sequence with john hammond in his bed all bedridden and that girl doing gymnastics to kick a velociraptor. Yeah. If, uh, if, you know. If I'm going to fight anyone, it's going to be a velociraptor. I'm going to do it with gymnastic kicks. Yeah, great. Third one sucks. Jurassic World. What? You didn't like William H. Macy? I like him fine. That movie's just a bad movie. Jurassic World is okay with a really spectacular finale of just like two big dinosaurs fighting each other. Which you're sign you up. The last one I hated so much that was the one where they had a specialized gun where if you pointed at it someone and pulled the trigger a dinosaur out of a cage would run and attack that person and i really questioned the, like why not just use a gun then if you're literally pointing a gun at them and pulling a trigger bullet seems more effective than releasing a dinosaur but it's like way more violent and graphic to kill like okay if you had if you had your choice to go by a bullet to the chest or a dinosaur eating you, what are you going to choose? Bullet. Why would I want a dinosaur to like tear me apart? Definitely like, a bullet. What if it like one bite and you it was over? I don't think it would be. 
I think it's definitely the bullet. That's also a stupid concept, and I really hated that movie. All right, so now we get. You wouldn't want to die by having a dinosaur eat you. I mean, that's kind no. of a. I guess you're like, I don't know. I have this weird thing about like. Sometimes, like when I think about my mortality, like I don't want to be cremated. I don't want my remains. I want just I want my remains to remain. I want to be in a casket. It's like taking a nap forever. <laughs> sure, but the sixth one, bring the cast back. We're getting Sam Neill. We're getting Laura Dern. We're getting Goldblum. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. You're welcome. Like the biggest of them all. And I'm all about those guys coming back. And whatever, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> that's that's really. But I mean, I hope it's good. I want it to be good. I like the I while I overall dislike the franchise, I still want it to be good. I think it will be good. I don't know. It's I got potential. It could. I don't have a ton of faith in it, but yeah, sure, maybe. Remember Daredevil on Netflix, Jessica Jones on Netflix, Luke Cage on Netflix, Iron Fist on Netflix, Vaguely. Defenders on Netflix. Vaguely. Well, they're all going away. You mean they're like taking them off Netflix? Yeah, they're leaving the service. Oh, are they going over to Disney Plus? Unclear. Ah, I think they're all out on physical media. If you want to buy them, but yeah, they're. I don't know if I want to buy it. I mean, at least buy Daredevil and Jessica Jones season one. Oh yeah, isn't there some vigorous? Isn't there some vigorous activity in that, or is that Luke Cage? No, it was Jessica Jones, but that's not the reason to buy the series. Oh okay. For watching a television sex scene. Yeah, unclear where these shows are going to land. I mean, the assumption is Disney, but we don't actually know like where, how licensing works for this stuff. Yeah, because they were Netflix productions. Yeah, Netflix put up the money. But yeah, they're going away, so we'll see. Get them all you can, folks. So, uh, Ridley Scott. Yeah, he, I know him. He had talked about his Blade Runner TV show that he was doing. He did some things, yes. More details have come out. Okay. So in Canada, there's been a couple of like additional like minor spinoff things, so excuse me for not mentioning them, but... Main canon, we got Blade Runner. We got Blade Runner 2049. And now Ridley Scott, the TV show he's doing, is Blade Runner 2099. Oh, we're even going further into the future. So we're probably not going to be seeing any Ryan Gosling or any Harrison Ford. Probably not. It's also a silly title because, like, 2099, like, Marvel has a whole series of, like, their comics of the future. Like, Spider-Man 2099, Doom 2099. There's a whole 2099 universe. So I just thought it was a very funny year to pick. Like, yeah, there's already a... You know, science fiction based continuity that exists in that year, but sure, Blade Runner twenty. Nobody wants to go that one step further. They don't want to go to twenty one hundred. I guess not. Well, maybe so, maybe there's nothing that happens in two thousand one hundred. Maybe twenty ninety nine is it. Sometimes I think end about, of the line. Like, what if I live to the year twenty ninety nine and I'm like this? In the nineties, we had a shitty Marvel series. Yeah, a hundred years ago. Yeah, but I don't think I'm gonna make it that long. No, probably not. No offense. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's too long. It is a, that's a hot second, yes. It's more years than I want. DC did a reveal of some of its upcoming movies, so we got to see some new characters. Look, this is a quick one because it was only like a minute long. Yeah, We got to see The Rock as Black Adam. We got to see Pierce Brosnan with and without his Dr. Fate helmet. We got to see Hawkman. Not a lot to say because it was so fast, but yes, yep, they look good. I like the look of a aging Pierce Brosnan. Good for him. Standing the test of time. It is. It, it looks felt. And his Dr. Fate, it's a good-looking helmet. He's wearing a big bell. Ding! Oh, oh look at you ringing the bell. Uh, that's the wrestling bell. Now we have to fight. No one can see you ambling at me. New trailer for Jordan Peele's next movie after... Crap. I was going to list his two previous movies, and I immediately forgot their names. That's okay. So, funny story about this. I uh, woke up the other night. One of them, you get uh, sat in a teacup, and it's about a racism. And the second one, uh, there's bunnies, and you wear a glove. Oh, is it like... Um... Get out is one get of them. out, yeah, and red jumpsuit bunny glove. 
I don't know. I don't like that the one. The others? I don't remember. Now you're making me look it up. I don't like that one very much. Well, that's, I didn't, that's not fair. It's, I just really got, I kept on thinking about the logistics of that movie. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, let's see. But I didn't love Get Out. Us. Us, yeah. And Candyman. I didn't see Candyman. Oh, there you go. But to be fair, I haven't seen any of the Candymans. Well, there you go. Do you know the Candyman can? I feel like that's more terrifying. Oh. But Get Out and Us are the ones where he was the writer, director, and producer. Yeah. Get Out, great. Us. Um, I, I like that it's an original concept. It's There's some interesting ideas in there, but I really just got caught up in the logistics of it. I like the I like that the title's nope, because I'm like, I see these things happen, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's just time to walk away. Yeah, I mean, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't fall back asleep, and it popped up on my YouTube algorithm. I'm like, oh, what's this? Click. I started watching, and I go, nope, not going to fall back asleep now. It looks like signs, but if you, uh, instead of saying, like, swing, Meryl. Meryl, whatever his name is. Swing away. Uh, this one just goes... Meryl is his name. Yes. Nope. Just, <laughs> I love the title of nope. Just like... <laughs> nope. No. Not, not dealing with the shit. Nope. Don't like that this person is getting sucked into the air. Um, is this a thing about aliens or is it a metaphor of, of some kind? Either way. Nope. Nope. It's <laughs> just going to leave. Whatever. I'm definitely going to watch it because I... I like it. Even in the trailer, the, the actress is like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Peele has proven himself to be a very talented creator, both in uh, comedy and now in horror, and even doing like the Twilight Zone uh, series, which I'm not sure if that's coming back or not. But yeah, I'm kind of at a point with him where I just go, "Yeah, I'll watch what he does." Like he's he has gone from nope to yep. (laughs) Yeah, he's a creative of enough guy that just go like, "Yeah, whatever he puts out, I'll watch." Yep. (laughs) My reaction to Jordan Peele's career. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. A.A. Ron. I have nothing to add. I, th- I think about that sketch so much. Just whenever I hear the name Aaron. Oh, oh, the uh, substitute sketch? A.A. <laughs> Ron. I know who you are, A.A. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> I, I don't know why that's the one that like just like sticks out in my brain, but it, that's the one. Well, as, a, as an educator, like when you learn and you get a new group of students and you like see a name you think you know and like you say it with confidence, it's like, nope. It's like... No, I, this is how I'm going to say your name. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Your name belongs to me now, kid. Which, yes, I know he didn't perform in that sketch, but I assume that he was involved with the production of it. Yes. Lord of the Rings has first trailer, the most expensive TV show of all time. I don't know what they're trying to do here. Is it like the younger version of them? Uh, with a couple of them. We're going to get a younger Gladriel, we'll get a younger El- younger Elrond. And- I figured, the, are we getting a young young Aragorn? Uh, I a young it. Gandalf? I don't think Gandalf's going to be in there. Mithrandir? So Rings of Power is what it's called. So is it like going to be the story about the other rings? Yeah, because with everything else that went to all the different races and what they do and the four. Are we going to get some them. Witch King of Agmar? I can't remember. They released a character list. But I watched the teaser and it, the teaser, they're like, oh, this is coming out in September. And they showed so little. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are so far away from having the effects done in this movie because they showed us basically nothing. Yeah. And I don't think that was for clever marketing. It was just like, oh, we don't have anything to show. <laughs> yeah. Like, this thing costs a lot of money and uh, it's going to take a while to finish. So you're a big Tolkien guy. Yeah. Um, I have read, I mean, all the main stuff, plus a little bit of extra stuff. There was a number of unfinished books that his kid ended up editing together that it was unfinished tales, right? Uh, or is it called something like that? Yeah, there's one like one or two volumes like that. There's a few like Children of Huron and 
other bullshit. Yeah, I've, I've read my share. Not all of it. Well, but I mean, you have a rune tattooed on your body. How dare you? I'm just saying. Which rune is it? What does it mean? G. It's just G? Yeah, it's the OG. Oh, it's the Gandalf mark. Yes. It's uh, a, it's are you saying book. you're a wizard? No. <laughs> you're just like, I like Gandalf because he's wears a fancy hat and he smokes weed. No, I just like to have subtle tattoos about things I like. Oh. Some of them are less subtle than others. I was going to say, there's some that are not subtle at all. Yeah. They're pretty much right there. Well, I missed the, the mark on the subtlety of it on a few of them. Uh, yes. <laughs> five more, baby. Getting five more. That's not also very subtle to add five more. We'll see. I think I'm going to do it. All right. Good for you. It's not like you can say that I haven't gotten any in the past. No, you have several. In fact, you don't even know. You had to ask your wife the other day how many you had. I think it's 10. It's nine or 10. Emily, how many tattoos does Zach have? Nine. Is it really only nine? I thought it was 10. He's touching himself. It's nine. Yes, nine. he found all of them. He patted himself down. <laughs> I discovered the number was nine. Okay. I thought it was 10. Do you have a mystery one on your pee-pee? No. Okay. Well, it's just elephant ears around it. <laughs> oh, poor elephant has no nose. How is he going to water himself? <laughs> uh, this For like the most expensive show of all time, this trailer didn't really do a lot for me. I mean, it's just like their, yeah, their like, first tease, but it didn't do much. It's like, remember all those Lord of the Rings things that you used to love? Before the king. Before yes. the fellowship. Yes. Bef- <laughs> I also love the how that it go before the two towers. <laughs> That's insensitive. Yeah. Before those two tall adjacent buildings. <laughs> before the Hobbit. Before smog. Before dragons. Do we say the Twin Towers? No, don't say the Twin Towers. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It didn't do much for me. Oh, ooh, that hurts. Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley have reportedly cut off their engagement. Subtweet is, Aaron Rodgers still cer- searching for that second ring. Ouch. I understand that. And goddamn. <laughs> um. <laughs> R.I.P. Well, speaking of R.I.P., that was the next news item. Oh, no. Ivan Reitman has passed away. I saw that over the weekend. Yeah. Sad. Uh, I don't think any cause of death was released. They said it was like sudden, and he uh, passed away at his home. But, I mean, Christ, what a career. I mean, let's just knock three of them out of the park real fast. Ghostbusters, Meatballs, Stripes. Yeah, that's and that's just scratching the surface. Yeah, that's just a couple of them. Groundhog Day. He, I, I huge, think he was also involved in Caddyshack. Huge, huge legend, like comedy legend, who worked consistently. I mean, even as recently, he was one of the producers on the last Ghostbusters movie that just came out yes. a couple months ago. Just massive career, and mass, especially in the comedy world. He also directed Kindergarten Cop junior twins he worked with arnold three times and he was supposed to be doing triplets really yeah that was gonna be adding eddie murphy in there i think is the third one he was also a producer on animal house beethoven space jam and private parts yeah you know they're not all winners no yeah the great ivan reitman i mean for the last 40 years has been a huge huge name in just comedy movies some massive classics in there he was a well speaking of they aren't all winners he was a producer on stop them and mumble shoot not all winners <laughs> that was with um stallone and estelle getty <laughs> maybe we'll do that for one show oh. stop for my mom will shoot i don't think that we need to <laughs> but yeah huge loss ivan reitman and overall supposedly like everyone you know not that people generally come out of the woodwork to say terrible things when someone has passed but by all accounts a very nice man oh yeah well liked I mean, made careers for people, was a big part of the 80s comments, uh, um, 80s comics, com- comedies, yeah, comedies. There you go. Yes. So yeah, big loss there. Next story. Was it 
2023, 2024? I don't remember now. I'm going to say 2023. There's going to be an animated Ninja Turtles movie coming out from Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. But Paramount Plus has said that they are also going to be doing spin-off movies on their streaming channel focusing on characters that are mostly villains to get their own individual movies. Also, Paramount Plus is changing their name. Did you see that? Again? Uh, yes. Hold on one second. They just changed it to Paramount Plus. Or is it something else I saw that they were changing their name? Somebody was changing their name. I don't believe you anymore. No, it didn't happen. You're right. I was wrong. You lied. Viacom itself is changing their name to Paramount. Okay. So it did involve Paramount. So Viacom CBS is now Paramount. But I think it's like Paramount Universal or something. I can't remember. But Great. Sure. Why not? If you want to dedicate like little direct-to-streaming movies about Turtles-adjacent characters, sure. They're, I mean, they had a two entire seri- comic series about that, Tales of the TMNT, that was like kind of main story adjacent. So, sure, why not? It's been done in comics. Do it as a movie. Aha, uh-huh, I was right. So, let me just, can I finish my story? Because I remember Sure. Scenes. So, going back to Paramount Plus, CBS Viacom is changing it to Paramount Global, which they had to buy the right, or they're having to buy the rights to the name from a packaging company in Lower Meridia, California, also known as Paramount Global. It's the four seasons all over again. Yeah, but. Uh, pretty much but like did somebody not do uh somebody not like do the research on this it's okay it's a shitty company it has a 2.3 star review no shipping and receiving office uh warehouse personnel is very rude and act like they're going above and beyond their job as a customer for a will call i waited for one hour to get my product (laughs) driver d robinson is a severely unstable individual he came to our warehouse this morning and threatened one of our female staff demanding they move the truck immediately when she was on the phone at the time, so we have an ear witness, he came across as unhinged and his behavior is unacceptable. Great. Wow. Next news story. Doctor Strange had a new trailer. A su- uh, an ear a big, witness. A big game trailer. We could say Super Bowl. It's yeah, you could say Super Bowl. You can. As, as long as you're not like associated with like, you know, the Editor's Note Comics podcast sponsored by the Super Bowl. No. Can't do that. Can't do that. Because, of course, they would promote us. Why not? They'd give us money. You had to shut up about that. To stop t- bringing them down. Yeah, Doctor Strange 2 had uh, an additional trailer. Look, there's stuff we already kind of expected out there. Wanda probably going to be the villain. We saw that there was the evil Doctor Strange from What If, so it's nice that they're tying all that in. But then there are the two big things. And one of them, I was just, I can't get excited about it. You can't get excited about P. Stewart? No, I can't. What? Why not? Because the X-Men movies suck. They fucking suck. There's a... F- on, I was... I think there were 13 of them, and I think I counted out there are five good Zach, ones. it's the freaking multiverse. It doesn't have to be those exact ones. His character could exist in multiple universes. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope that it's just a guy who looks the same. As part of the Illuminati. Yes, as part of the Illuminati. I, I see someone spent some time on the internet this week. I did a little research. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Why is he here? I hope it's... But I heard that, I heard that voice. I'm like, I know that voice. Yeah, I, I ho- know your face. I hope it is a different Professor Xavier from a different universe because the X-Men movies suck. I don't want them to continue. If we run through them... We have before, but please. X-Men first class is Regalius. Good. So why couldn't it be like... well? Shut up, I'm not done. What about Days of Future Past? That one's good, but it's done by a sex pest, so it kind of gets... It's good, but I'm not going to probably watch it again. But it could be that same Patrick Stewart. It could be that same... Not sorry, but it could be the same Xavier. Also, how many times does he die and come back for the purpose of the movie? Uh, he gets taken out every single movie. It's like, too powerful. Get him out of here. Yeah. X-Men First Class is good. The Wolverine is good. Logan is good. Days of Future Past is good, but we kind of axe it. 
because of the sex pest thing. Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are good, and the rest are bad. So why can't it be the same Xavier from Logan, the I Logan could, timeline, but earlier? Because he dies. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it could be. And people, Some people say that Logan is in a different timeline. I don't really roll with that. I think it's all the same one. But I just hope it's a different Xavier from a different universe. And let's just deal with the rumors. I've avoided them. But the, like Tom Cruise will be playing Iron Man from a different universe in there. He's been seen in a mocap suit. Spoilers. Also might not be real. Isn't it like Ultimate Iron Man or something like that? Just Iron Man from a different dimension. But, but it's a yeah. thing in the comics. Yes. The Illuminati who are um, made up of six like hyper-intelligent characters working behind the scenes. And you know they think they're doing the right thing. But oops, usually they fuck it up. And for a while, I mean, this isn't going to really come into play now, but it would be like, oh, we there are six Infinity Stones. We all need to take one of them. So there, there's been speculation, and I should just put this down as pure speculation at this point. Patrick Stewart confirmed. Yeah, he's even on the IMDb. That doesn't mean anything. You mean that thing that people can edit? Oh, they'll leave awesome comments on? Tom Cruise, I'm going to put that as a probable. Okay. But then there's talk like, oh, maybe Namor's in there. Maybe Mr. Fantastic is in there. Like, could be. Doesn't mean shit necessarily. It could be a way to bring the Fantastic Four in. Yeah, but this whole idea of like, we're bringing in the X-Men. Like, I don't think we're doing that fully yet. I think we're just going to get a little bit of a tease. That's fine. This looks like it's going to be an epic movie, though. I agree. It looks good. But then I think something that bugs me a lot, and it's kind of my own fault, is like when something like this drops, it's like something that people have like, an iota for nostalgia for they're like oh my god the x-men like for all you naysayers look look at this they're back I'm like no those movies are shit they're mostly shit they started off really slow because we didn't know what the formula was yet and then they're bad and also like a third of them are done by a sex pest so you don't like the fact that we're getting allegedly you don't like the fact that we're getting some xavier i do i like him in that role he's i mean he's as good of casting as you're ever gonna get no question about that I think I just hate the internet. Mm. And I also hate the X-Men movies for the most part. Because of the internet. It taught you those things. Well, they're just not good movies. Okay, that's fair. One, like, less than one half of your movies or, are good, or closer to a third. That's not a great batting average. Well, actually, that would be a great batting that's average. That's a fantastic <laughs> batting average. You understand what I mean, though? Yes, I do. Yeah, I love Patrick Stewart, but fuck, those are shit movies. Mostly. Mostly. And then, my God, a long news segment. So it happens on Super Bowl week. It is true. It's, well, I mean, this makes up for all the lack of news the last several weeks. Uh, Star Trek Four. it's back again for the 18th time. Really? J.J. Uh, Abrams' company, Bad Robot, even put a thing out saying that they were in development of Star Trek Four yet again. All right. Going back to the original cast. Originally, or I shouldn't even say originally because we went through like 18 iterations of this, like with all the different directors and screenwriters and quentin tarantino's and chris hemsworth's and chris pines that have come and gone we're back to just apparently trying to do a straight sequel uh bringing chris pine back to the table for contract negotiations well then this doesn't sound like hemsworth this time around because it was one of the versions was gonna be like father and son teaming up because they hired hemsworth on that like literally the year he blew up yeah oops and honestly hopefully I, i hope they do this there's a lot of Trek out there right now. There's a bunch of Trek shows, and now the Trek, I mean, there's been the Trek movies, and I'm fine with all of it. Like, they all hit a different flavor, but I like the majority of it. So, I mean, there are definitely peaks and valleys, but overall, I think it's more good than bad. So, yeah, you want to give me more Trek movies? Give me more Trek movies. You want to give me more Trek shows? Give me more Trek shows. Whatever. Big Trek time. Big time to be a Trek guy. I'll just, yeah, there's like five shows in development right now. You guys must be on some kind of Trek through the stars. 
You want some kind of Star Trek? <sighs> God, I hate that line. I got to take a leak. I don't see a leak anywhere. What, do you not pee in the future? Ah, oh, a leak. Awful. I get it. Great movie. Awful, awful bits, mostly with him. Diana! I'm drinking this thing called tequila. I'm trying to blend in. Oh, you're blended all right. <laughs> My God. All right, we're going to move on from there to screaming. It's streaming. Ah! It's not part of the bit. Oh, I, I, I thought I would add my Peacemaker. own Peacemaker. Yes. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Peacemaker is back for its penultimate episode. It asks you, is there a wrong time to rock? Yes. And I would say, yes, after that cold open was the wrong time to rock. Yeah. That was jarring. Did you pick up on just how jarring that felt? They're like, hey, we're going to have a one boy beat another boy to death. In a pit fight. And then there's going to be crying and like a boy just foaming, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. And then we're going to go to this fun intro. And then the rest of the episode, like, is there a wrong time to rock? I'm like, yeah, the beginning. Yeah. That was the, it was a very jarring tone difference. Yes. <laughs> Child pit fighting. Yeah, to the death. Which clearly wasn't the first time that they had fought in the pit. Killed your brother, you son of a bitch. Uh, that's not all he called him. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the whole episode is about, for the most part, I mean, there are some truths that are revealed. Like, there was a diary. I'm sorry I planted it. Blah, blah, blah. My mom. Yeah. Your mom's Amanda Waller. But most of it is about Peacemaker and Vigilante, who um, grenades himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not great with grenades. No, but I was right, too. I said, somebody has to die in this episode. I called it last week, or before the end of the season, someone was going to die. Just didn't think it was going to be Mern, but Mern's dead. Yeah, super crushed. Yeah, spoilers. It's been a week since it's been out, so you can't be upset for me telling you that Mern is dead. Yeah. Or is but, he? Yes. Oh, he's very dead. <laughs> they even crushed his... Ho- his. Yeah, they killed him twice. Yeah. He's very dead. But the crux of the episode is mostly about Peacemaker fighting his father, White Dragon. So yeah. just Robert Patrick flying around to that his silly white supremacist suit and fighting them all off chasing his helmet around with the raccoon tied to it yeah james gunn bringing a raccoon back into the mix baby that, that was funny he's like i didn't <laughs> know raccoons were so <laughs> i love when he comes yeah when he comes back with all the scratches on his yeah. face of all the things to so. tie it to it was a raccoon eagly gets punched yeah oh yeah eagly gets messed up like don't punch that eagle no but then they hug and he's taking the selfie with it that was funny yeah I like how all of a sudden the veterinarians were like, we're going to join you. And they're like, no, you're not. Yes, that was a great bet. We need to commandeer your vehicle. Why are they always driving an RV? I mean, look, it's a James Gunn thing, so there's some kind of complicated familial relationship. But my favorite thing is... Is um, there any more? Because I don't think so. He kills his father with a very small gun. It was a German pistol. It was a very small caliber gun. But you know what? A small caliber through the brain is still a small caliber through the brain. Yeah, that'll be an effective finishing move, yes. Yeah. But I love, like, he's very upset outside of it, and you could just hear this constant... There's The sound design on this was wonderful. You could just hear this constant draining of blood. is like, it's just pouring out of the back of his head. Yeah. and I was a big fan of. It, just subtlety. I'm a big fan of, you know, blood coming out of the back of your brain. Ugh. Big fan. I'm not. I like my blood in my brain. Keep it in my brain. Keep my blood in my body. I'm curious. As, I mean, we did get to see what the cow looks like. Yes. So I'm sure next week is mostly just going to be like kind of an action-y set piece for the most part. But 
man, have I enjoyed this show? Like this one, I think, even though um, there's like a high level of catharsis in there and there is a significant amount of loss, I think that I've enjoyed the lighter episodes more. Yes. It got it took a dark turn here in the middle part. But still, I mean, it's it, one of the best things that's been streamed in The show has also been officially renewed as of today. Oh, all right. Excellent. But does that mean this this season ends on a cliffhanger or do they kill the cow? Uh, I bet it's clean. I bet it's a clean end. Yeah, cuz they weren't sure if they're going to get renewed or not and there might be just enough No, it doesn't it just doesn't feel like while I've enjoyed the story, I don't need to see this specific arc continue on. No. Judo Master came back. He got Judo Master <laughs> to almost die again. I love I love how he's eating those Cheetos outside the convenience store and throws the one dude through the windshield. And gets the thumbs up or whatever it was. Yeah. And then he shows that was like this is kind of like almost like a quick stop kind of deal. It's like what would happen if Jane and Bob got beat up? But then when he broke into the the apartment, he's like, Bing bong, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> the weird continuing trend of Judo Master just having horrible things happen. Like, to he'll him. beat the hell out of everybody, and then right before he gets his victory, he gets absolutely annihilated. I feel like Judo Master is going to play a role yet. Maybe he's like the Gollum. He's the Smeagol of this. Could be. I'm, he's definitely shown up in the last episode. But yeah, overall, uh, while this wasn't my favorite of the season so far, I think it's been strong, and I really like it. All right. Is that that? That's that. All right, gonna move on from there to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up this week in video game history. 1994, Nintendo, going before the N64 came out, officially announced that they would not be joining the CD market like the PlayStation. They would be uh-huh. continuing with cartridges until the GameCube came out. Yeah, but it's still overall true. I mean, yeah. They're back to cartridges again. Like, the Switch is cartridges. It's true. The DS is cartridges. Like, they're still doing the cart. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, GameCube, Wii, stuff like that was disc-based, but they have overall stuck to the cartridge method. It works. It's effective. I like. Harder to fuck up a cartridge. It is. You just like to blow it. Discs get all scratched. It's true. They do. No, I don't blow it. I I have a method. I do it dry, both sides of a Q-tip. Then I do it wet, both sides of a Q-tip. This is for, like, NES cartridges. Then I do it dry again. So it's a three three Q tip process, six swabs. Ah, but use one side for like use one end of the Q tip on one side of the cartridge and then use the other side? Yeah. Just You're flip. very effective with your Q tip usage. Three Q tips per cleaning. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Nineteen ninety seven. Oh my god. The world changed. A game that is still beloved to this day and has spawned oh eight sequels on the N sixty four. One of the most beloved N sixty four games. At least eight sequels. I think eight sequels. Hmm. Almost every Nintendo system after that. Like, Game Boy Advance didn't have one. I don't know. Mario Kart 64. Oh, is that, that's not the first. Like, it's a sequel to Mario uh, Kart guess, from the but, Super Nintendo. Yeah. What I would, I think, what a lot of people consider their favorite one. I think the most beloved. Yeah. I, you're right. I should have clarified a little more. Thank you. Yes, you're right. Because the Super Nintendo one happens, and who cares about that one? That one's fine. Yes. But Mario Kart 64, that is where it's at. Because I would have guessed that, but you said eight sequels from that. I You're was right. like, seven. Maybe seven after that. Yeah. My mistake. <sighs> so I, get, I get a bell. 2003, and keep in mind, when I was working at a EB Games in like 2006 you know, to nine or whatever I worked there, this was the most expensive used game you could buy. While new games were $60, this used game cost 80 
Fighter. A fighter game? Yep. Came out in 2003, by that like 2006 to 2009 era before like digital existed. Was the most expensive PlayStation game or Xbox game that you could, PlayStation 2 game or Xbox game that you could buy. Mm, I don't know. Marvel versus Capcom 2. Oh, wow. More expensive than a new game. The only one that was like that. And then it came out digitally. And then also the same week in 2011, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out. I never played the third one. The second one was great. I love the second one. It's very smooth, and there are very definite like characters that you can get that are like way overpowered. Like If you want to be a sentinel, you just fill the entire <laughs> screen and destroy everyone. And if you use it, everyone hates you because of how overpowered it is. <laughs> just... I'm gonna win with this. It is. I love. It's. I mean, wonderful visual. Like great comic booky kind of visuals. Very flashy. Like smooth controls. An excellent, excellent fighter. And this. I mean, I am not a fighting game aficionado. Mostly because every time I try them, I get my ass handed to me in a big bad way. Because I've been playing the same game for thirty years, and there are people that know like all the combinations as like just smooth as silk. You do not. You're just like mash, 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 mash. When um. Mortal Kombat versus DC came out. I I got myself into like the top two thousand. Wow! Playing as Superman. Good for Superman. The dog's upset upstairs. Just yeah, because you didn't get any higher than two thousand. I'm sorry that I didn't. Well, I mean that was also just on like Xbox. So I mean compare that to the PlayStation numbers. Let's say top four thousand. That's still worldwide. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean not not like super great, but you know. Better than nothing. Respectable number. We like that. At least on the Xbox leaderboards, I, I was in the top 2,000. As good as I ever got a fighting game. All right. There's nothing to do with this. All right. That's that. We're going to move on from there uh, to nothing happened this week in sports. Jared Sports Reports. Wait, hang on. I need to come up with a transition. I didn't do it. Um, from Zach ramming the controller to the world champion <laughs> Los Angeles Rams, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. Sure. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Well, you heard it here first. The Los Angeles Rams are the winners of the Super Bowl, as we predicted on this show. It was a good game. Unanimously. Yes, it was a good game. Till the end, it got a little wonky, but happy to see Matt Stafford win. I thought the halftime show was outstanding. I did see that. You did see it? Yeah, we turned that on. It was very good. I loved the halftime show. Why was 50 show. set upside down? Because that was how he was in the uh, in the club video. He started upside down. Oh. A lot of 50 cent jokes were made about that. 50 pounds? Yeah, 50 pounds. Infl- even inflation got 50 cent. <laughs> What's funny is like his body looked, it was just his head. He just got a bigger well, I mean, head. He was hanging upside down for some time, all the blood rushed to it. I thought like, I mean... You know, pretty jacked at the arms, pretty tight in the waist. It was just his head looked big. He just had a big looking head. Yeah, Mary J. Blige brought it. She was good. It's like, is this Spider Man one? I know, right? No, but that was that was not Mary J. Blige, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, it was. Wow. Oh, wow. I guess so. The last time I thought about Mary J. Blige, Spider Man one. That's a long time ago. That's like two thousand one. See what else was good about the halftime show? Snoop Dogg, Dre was awesome. A lot of, lot of good uh, Snoop Dogg memes. Someone's like, Snoop Dogg is out here wearing the carpet from Aladdin. What I love about Dr. Dre is like that one song came out. It's like, you can't, don't forget about Dre. I'm like, yeah, that was 20 years ago, and he's done like two songs since then. So, you know, yeah, occasionally I do forget about Dre. The because, one- because Dre hasn't really done anything in two decades, aside from get rich off of headphones and speakers. The one thing I wish that we had gotten... And the technology exists. It would have been so cool if they had done it. It was a hologram of Tupac. Yeah, when they went to California 11, I'm like, are we, are we doing a Tupac thing? 
I, well, I mean, California guy, West Coast guy. But with, like, the, the stage setup that they had, like, yeah, it sucked if you were on the other side. But if they'd done, like, they've done some really good, like, hologram-type things with former, with uh, with passed-on musical artists. Could you imagine if they had a really good, like, hologram of Tupac? I'm going to massacre the tweet, but there was this one wonderful tweet that I saw um, that was, you know, like, Super Bowl halftime shows, like, getting upset about people having having them do like the who yeah the older bands and then you realize you're like oh yeah music for me and then you realize the the young people (laughs) then you realize you're no longer one of the young people (laughs) you saw that one too apparently oh yeah (laughs) that was a great tweet that was hilarious loved it uh i to be i didn't watch the game because i uh we didn't do a super bowl party and i didn't care about the teams the party i was at was hard to watch the commercials so i can't really give a, a readout on the commercials i haven't seen the austin powers one yet that was good, actually. That one I saw. I that was good. The LeBron James one, I I made the joke because I did that one. I did see. I remember making the joke because it's like it's a Bitcoin or cryptocurrency one where he's talking to his younger self, and I said, "Please tell him don't do Space Jam two. Please tell him don't do Space Jam two. Did he do that? No, he didn't. Okay, that would have been great though if he just like, oh yeah, and you're gonna have a chance to make this movie called Space Jam two. Don't do it. Huge NBA week. Yeah, huge NBA week. I guess I'll I'll hit the other quick quick notes. Before we get to baseball, they have no deal. They have no deal. The USFL is getting started in a couple of months. That's the United States Football League. They're coming back from a long time ago, so you don't have to wait that long for football. Uh, NASCAR racing coming back. The Daytona 500 this weekend, the great American race. So we'll have NASCAR to talk about. We talked about Tuka Rask retiring last week. And uh, Boston Celtics getting it back together. Looking good. Uh, they actually on 538's model became the number one pick to win the NBA championship now. Well, I mean, they're playing Detroit right after we record, so let's just say they're on a 10 hour run. Oh, wow. But it would be, I think it'd be much more on brand, way more hilarious if they actually lost to Detroit. <laughs> they shouldn't, but. You never know with this group. <laughs> Got to be on brand. Yeah. So uh, all the all the trade deadline moves are working out. Yeah. Uh, getting Derek White, uh, great rotational piece. Not a guy who needs the ball in his head. He's going to do the right stuff. What's funny, like, you didn't hear any rumors about him, but the second the trade was made, I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Get Derek White in there. The biggie, though, Ben Simmons for James Harden and a few other odds and ends like Seth Curry and a pick and something else I can't remember now. But that's the biggie with Ben Simmons going to the Nets, James Harden going to uh, the 76ers. And one of my favorite reports coming out of it is uh, the day before the deal was announced, a stripper tweeted out, I just gave James Harden a lap dance, and he says he's a 76er. The next day after she tweeted out, I told you so. And in more strip club news, I believe the name of the uh, organization was Sin City in Philadelphia. They put out a welcome to the 76ers James Harden post. Oh. As James Harden is a known uh, strip club aficionado. Good for him. (laughs) It was um, a young lady with some pasties on and her legs spread with a basketball in between them with a big image of James behind her. James is a large man. Well, I mean, it was, a, it was a large screen filled oh. with his face. I don't know if it was like a fat head or something, no. like a wall. Mm. This will make you happy. It's There's a, big a beard. tweet from my friend Brown picking right up where you left off last night. It's welcoming to see. So that must mean that they're starting the game. Ah, the game did start already. D- yeah. Celtics killing it. Moving on. All right. Batman is coming up in, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks. The Batman. Sometime. Yes. I am vengeance. And as uh, this movie is apparently tying itself into the long Halloween as they're giving away issues of the long halloween uh, for the imax screening the preview imax screening 
We're going to talk about The Long Halloween Part 1. Does that mean we're doing Part 2 next week? Probably. Oh, okay. Good to know. In an Editor's Note Comics movie review, whatever we call them. Play the sound. I'm the best there is at what I do. But what I do best isn't very nice. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Long Halloween Part 1. We've read the comic, I think. I felt like we had. I, I felt like I remember there were things in this I remember. Well, you might remember them because I think as I remember, I shed on Calendar Man. I'm like, what a stupid villain, Calendar Man. Because <laughs> what's so funny about this is the Batman is giving out you know uh, copies of issue one, like reprints of it, and then going through this, rewatching, like boy, the Dark Knight really took a lot from this comic series. Oh yeah, like a lot. Yeah, like Harvey Dent, Falcone. Or Falcone, depending Falcone. on... I don't know. I don't know what the pronunciation is supposed to be. Depending on what you watch, it changes. Yeah. Harvey getting blown up. Harvey yeah. losing his lover to being blown up. Gilda. Well, Gilda's fine. Well, yeah, but still. He's blown up. Yeah. If you haven't... Batman being romantically linked with uh, with Selena Kyle. Catwoman. If you haven't read The Long Halloween, the gist of it is, is there is a villain called Holiday who only does murders on major holidays for every month. So Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Yeah. That's kind of the ones that we're dealing with in this. And it will continue on into part two doing like Valentine's Day and whatever the hell's in March. St. Patrick's Day. Sure. Um, Arbor Day. Yeah. Look out. Shooting a tree. Flag Day. Well, hey, uh, I mean, what was it yesterday or the day before? It was National Single Awareness Day, so, you know. That would have been Tuesday the 15th. Yeah, so congratulations. Thank you. Nobody got me a card again this year. <laughs> Celebrating you on your day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm aware. I'm very aware. <laughs> I don't need one day to be aware. I have 365. I want to dive into the voice cast kind of briefly, at least with a couple of them. Okay. Uh, Batman is played by Jensen Ackles, who is best known uh, for playing one of the two leads on Supernatural for like a million years. And also he was in Smallville for one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also previously in DC animated stuff had voiced Red Hood. But this time around he's doing Batman. Batman. And he's fine. Yeah. I, I don't have a, you know, we just, I have a deep and gravelly voice. He's a lovely Batman. Yeah, he's not, I don't dislike him. I don't particularly love him. He's totally serviceable. Yeah, there's no, nothing big swing either way. But then we get Troy Baker uh, doing the Joker, who is a massive name in voice actors, like a dude who has done just everything. And him, I didn't particularly love. Yeah. Because he's just doing a Mark Hamill. Yes. He's trying to trying to duplicate Mark Hamill. Which he does a fine job of it, but like he's not Mark Hamill, and this isn't that Joker. So it was kind of like, okay, yeah, great. This is just an impression. And he is a wonderful, wonderful voice actor. But I, I just kind of thought it was a little flat because it was just an impression. Yes. And also, and this isn't his fault. This is the um, the dialogue. He does have a line at some point where he talks about how he sticks around like a corn kernel in your poop. Yeah, that's not a good line. I didn't. That made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that really like that was like what did I just. Hear? It's not my fault. My body can't <laughs> digest corn. <laughs> that was. It was an unpleasant line. Yeah, it was no, it was, it was absolutely not. No, thank you. No bueno, as the kids say. I don't. I guess unless you speak a Spanish-based language, you probably don't say that as much. That's a good point. But yeah, talking about sticking around like a cur- corn kernel and poop. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It was a weird line. I didn't like it. I don't like it then. I didn't like it now. 
I think this this movie is overall fine. I think it works better as individual issues because like you have an issue. Okay, this issue was up like based around X holiday, but this one where it's all just kind of flowing together. I feel like those segmented parts of doing individual issues I think works better for the story than having it just being a continuous like ongoing one. Yeah. And I also was not a huge fan of a lot of the Harvey Dent dialogue. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I'm of two minds of this. And they, whatever kind of like double speak they can kind of make about him being like gonna be two face. After about the 10th line of it, it was just like, okay. The highlight of the coin with two heads. I get it. He's two face or he's going to be two face. Please stop with this because it's just, it's so on the nose and generally unpleasant. I'm I'm bringing up a lot of negatives, but I, I don't know. I think overall, this. It's an enjoyable enough movie. I like the um, Bruce and Selena stuff overall. Yes. I mean... Uh, I struck his phone out of did. his hands again. It was kind of weird, like, how they didn't realize, like, that they were, who, like, who they were. They did. Selena definitely knows. The whole time. Well, she flat out calls him Bruce when he shows up as Batman. It's true. But the whole, like, we can't really be... Our, our worlds are taking us in two separate directions. I was waiting for some sort of catty line where when she shows up on Thanksgiving and he's chasing the guy down to, he's fighting those goons in the street with the, you know, the, like, he electrocutes the one guy in the puddle and everything. And she, like, helps take him out. And, like, nothing like, you're late for dinner or something like that. Because she was going over to have dinner. Yeah. But then he goes and feeds the guy in the sewer. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Yes, that's true. They, he said that. So that piece, this was much, it is more gritty than the Batman animated series stuff, though. Much more gritty. Yeah, corn in your poop gritty. So, yeah, no, that's a no. Do you know what I missed? What? I got annoyed about because I was poking around the internet for my notes. The guy getting chopped up by the propeller blades of the yacht? No, did you know there was a post-credit sequence on this? Yes. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. (laughs) I turned it off before that. Yeah, Poison Ivy's here. And then I was just poking around like writing jotting down my notes and i was just like post credit sequence yeah, yeah god that, damn it yeah his eyes his eyes change color he's under the under the influence of poison ivy now uh and the guy that we think is holiday gets shot maybe yeah. there's a twist and a turn i feel like there's we'll see i rem- seeming to remember that there was some there's a bigger twist on this than there is in the comics i guess we'll find out when we do part two because i feel like to try and trick you it does something different uh, we'll see all right yeah good so far, so good. Good enough. Yes. Not great. Good enough. Yes. All right. Moving on from there to your questions. Letters to the editors. Other questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can just send them into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. I check that bad boy. You do. You also use it for your burner account to sign up for adult websites now question this week and i feel it's something that we've done before but i you know we can revisit a thing from time to time all right how do i get into comics it seems overwhelming oh well that is easy start a podcast with your friend and he'll make you read comics that's, <laughs> that's how i got into it throw stuff at you uh i feel like i pro i'll give the well we've dealt with this before i oh, especially writing the story i always kind of depending on your age um if you are a you know under 12 just get you know a kid some star wars books they'll probably latch onto that or if you can uh find anything that are like one shot based those are really easy for especially a younger audience if you are older 
I would just, if you have disposable income, I would just say, you know, grab a few things that you're interested in and kind of treat it like channel surfing. Like, oh, like, am I interested in this? Like, oh, this doesn't work. I'll turn it off and I won't get any more of it. Would you recommend getting like a trade where a trade, a trade back where it's a full arc? I almost, I mean, you, if you can, like, if you say like, I'm committed to say, I want to read a Batman comic. Can you get me a good Batman graphic novel? Yeah, sure. That's easy. But if you're trying to like keep up with ongoing stuff, just you know, test a few things out. Like especially like, I mean, there's so much out there now. You probably know the kind of things you're into, like, or if it's indie books, or just ask people that are working at comic shops. But here is um, probably an answer that I wouldn't have given at the time of being a store owner. Yeah, you're just like, come buy comics, and I'll tell you. Yeah, buy a smorgasbord every week, eighty bucks. Just try out different things. Mm, yes, but something that's a little more prevalent right now is digital comics. And while I still very much support the idea of going to a, a local comic book store, s- services like Comicology constantly have like these insane because it's, it's just digital files for them. They'll often do deep discounts on just like here's a run of this for twenty percent of the price. Or if uh, you have Amazon Prime, you can find a bunch of stuff like them and Comics Comicology that are just free, not free because you're paying for Amazon Prime, but are part of that subcri- subscription system. Oh wow. There's a lot of free stuff on there. Or if you just want to poke around some old stuff, I think they still do it. I can't guarantee it. Nine, let's say I'm 90% sure. Like Marvel Unlimited will be like, hey, try out these free issues of these different books. And they'll have a bunch of options that you can get like single issues of or a couple issues of that you can just kind of like test the waters. I'm like, do I like this? Huh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? No, I mean, so the, yeah. di- the digital stuff is... Um, pretty easy i mean for as much as i'm saying like just grab an issue and like see if you like it the easiest place i to start is at the beginning of an arc don't confuse that with it it doesn't have to be a number one that a lot of people come in they're like well i can't start the story if i don't read number one i'm like that's a stupid idea because most of these characters started back like in the 60s or earlier so you're not really up with your number one you're just so you, if you're going to pick something Number one up, is lip service. Would you say pick up the start of a run by a certain author? Not even necessarily. Like, usually you could just jump in at the beginning of an arc. Okay. So find an arc and... I mean, gen- yes, if it's a guy. But, I mean, some guys, that's a little less reasonable. Like, oh, this person did nine years on this one book. So saying go back to the beginning of the run is a little ridiculous. I would just... Arcs are a little more cut and dry, which are usually four to six issues all right there you go and generally speaking like if you just you know go to a comic shop like hey where do i start on i want to check out i don't know amazing spider-man like where do i jump on this they'll probably like all right you know three issues back because the start of this arc go nuts perfect and, and maybe even give you some filler like oh peter parker was um sad and horny and then he had relationship troubles and financial troubles like he always does and then this happened oh that's pretty much every spider-man story ever exactly <laughs> all right well that's it for that segment if you enjoyed the show is that it before i go on yeah no, you're no, like no. please i have to pee uh <laughs> no, no one needed to know that well, but yeah now they do all right if you enjoyed the show go to editors note comics dot, uh, try that again if you enjoyed the show go to patreon.com slash editors note comics a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, plus you get access to stuff behind the paywall. Some really cool stuff back there, so that's all for a dollar a month. Plus, you can find Zach on the social medias. You can email us at editors, uh, well, uh, just editors no comics at gmail.com, and you can find Zach on the social medias, Twitter, at editors no comics. Also, please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff.
Indeed you do. And I'm on Twitter. Sure, you are You are there. At Junior Rich, because you you're go. not going to promote me, you dick. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, more Look, Batman's coming up, so we're doing more Batman. SEO, baby. Yee! Batman Long Halloween Part 2. See you then. Yeah.